Thank you for joining us for the True Life Fellowship Church podcast. Here is today's message from Pastor Devon Alexander. Baptism. What is baptism? I'm titling today's message, Things Have Changed. Things Have Changed. And what is baptism? Baptism is found in all four Gospels. And there are three types of baptism that we can see in the Gospels, which consist of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The first type of baptism that we find is the baptism of repentance. John the Baptist came and he preached a baptism of repentance. And baptism is simply to immerse or to submerge. You can also say it means to dip and to die. And and, and the illustration I want you to see where to dip and die is concerned, just think about eggs or Easter eggs. And if you were, I know in our house, we dip Easter eggs into food coloring and we keep them down there long enough. And let's say we have the color blue. We keep the egg in there long enough and then the egg comes up and it's blue and it has been dyed. Now this is a blue egg and this this egg has been baptized. It's been dipped and it's dyed. And what came on it was something new. It was stained with something new. And so the first type of baptism we find is the baptism into the body of Christ, or you could say the baptism of repentance. You were born a sinner, and you recognize that you need a Savior. And the only Savior that can save us from our eternal ramifications of sin is Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. He's the only one that can save us. Now, what he has saved us from is the penalty of sin, and he has also saved us from the practice, or, or let me say it this way, the penalty of sin, and he saved us from the power of sin. So sin no longer has dominion over us, and the wages of sin is death, but because of Jesus, he saved us from going to hell. He saved us from spending an eternal uh, uh, you know, consequence in hell and separation from him. But what Jesus has not saved us from is he has not saved us from the presence of sin, and he has not saved us from the practice of sin. Sin is all around you, and if you choose, you can continue to practice sin. And what baptism does, it's an outward demonstration or declaration of an inward change. Publicly, you are saying, I am going to change, therefore I am going to follow Jesus. Now, your change is not in and of yourself. Your change is because Jesus has put his spirit on the inside of you, and his spirit from the inside out is going to help you change into who he has created you to be. So this is not about self-effort. This is not about willpower. This is all about yielding to the Spirit of God, and what He has given you on the inside is His Holy Spirit, which consists of the fruit of the Spirit, which we are talking about Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, truelifefc.org slash watch. We're talking about the fruit of the Spirit, and this week we're going to talk about joy. Now, when we are baptized into the body of Christ, 1 Corinthians 12, 13 says there's one baptism into His body. When we're baptized into his body, what happens then is we become a 
member of the body of Christ. We become a part of the inheritance of his body, and we have been in, 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 we have been stained when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior with the Holy Spirit into salvation, and now we are part of his body. Now, everybody is not saved. You know that, right? Everybody has not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and what repentance does is saying, I need a Savior. I repent of my sins. Jesus be my Savior. Then we've been baptized into the body of Christ. The second baptism that we see in Scripture, especially in the Gospels, is we see baptism into water. And baptism into water is what we're going to signify and demonstrate today. Baptism into water. There are three reasons why we are baptized in the water. Before I get to those three, let me get to the third uh, type of baptism, and that's the baptism by fire or baptism with or of the Holy Spirit. And when you're baptized by fire, John the Baptist said, I came to baptize with water, but there's one coming after me who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. When you're baptized with fire, the Spirit of the Lord is not only in you, but the Spirit of the Lord is on you, doing things on you that you could not do yourself. This is how Jesus was able to demonstrate so many miracles because he had the Spirit in him and he had the Spirit on him. And not just Jesus, if you consider Paul, Peter, and some of the apostles in Scripture, they had the Holy Spirit in them, they have the Holy Spirit on them. And if you go on down the line and you consider Devon, has the Holy Spirit in him and on him, and Jerry and Don and Jeanette and Stacy. We have the Holy Spirit in us and, and on us to do the works of Jesus. This is by this is what we call the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the baptism with fire. And there's a prayer language that comes with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and that prayer language is called praying in the Spirit, or you may hear it called praying in tongues. You have the opportunity to talk directly to God in a language you nor your mind understands, your spirit talking to the spirit of God, and you are praying mysteries. And this is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Today, we're going to talk about baptism by water, and there are three reasons why we are baptized in water. Number one, baptism in water is for a public demonstration or a declaration of an inward change. We are publicly saying, I have made a change on the inside and I want to demonstrate my change by being baptized in water. When Jesus was baptized in water, do you remember uh, the Holy Spirit came upon him like a dove and his father, God said from heaven, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. You remember that? Guess what? God's still saying that today. You are my beloved son and daughter in whom I am well pleased. When Jesus entered into the baptismal waters, God was pleased with that act. And when, when the individuals enter today, God is pleased saying, you're my son, you're my daughter, and I am well pleased with you. So we have the public declaration of the baptism. Number two, reason why we are baptized in the water is we have identification. Now, identification simply means we are identifying with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And so when you enter into the baptismal waters, you are entering into his death. You're identifying with his death. You are fellowshipping 
with his sufferings. You are equating his death when you get into the baptismal waters. And then when you are submerged into the water, you're identifying with his burial. You have died with him when you got in the water. Now you're buried with him when you fully submerge into the water. And when you come up out of the water, you have now been raised with him. You have new, fresh, brand new life that has been presented to the world like I am a force to be reckoned with. I come here to make a difference. I died. The old Devon is dead and the new Devon has risen. Somebody say amen. amen. Sometimes people will try to rise up the old Devon. But <laughs> I said, no, that man is dead. I know not who you speak of. That's a dead man. I'm a new man in Christ, and I have been raised with him. Somebody say amen. Amen. And so we are identifying in his death, burial. Death, I got into the water. Burial, I go under. I've been buried with him, and I'm coming up, raised to new life, resurrected with him. The third reason for water baptism is the cutting away of your sinful nature. The cutting away of your sinful nature. Romans chapter 6 talks about when you've been baptized, your sinful nature, this flesh, this way of thinking, this carnal mindedness, there's going to be a precision that takes place, a procedure that takes place in these waters. This is not just, this is, this is just water that we poured in here, but from a symbolic standpoint, it's not just water we just poured in here. My son asked me, he's getting baptized today, is something special about the water? Nothing special about the water necessarily, but we are making it special when we get in here. Amen? Amen. And so uh, there's a cutting away. When you get in here and you're baptized, if you have some addiction, there's a cutting away. That I, I, I believe when you come up, you're not going to be addicted to that anymore. If you have some sin that's continual and you just seem to can't stop, I believe there's a cutting away that takes place in the waters. That you come up and, and God perform a spiritual procedure on you and you have been, your, your sinful nature has been cut away. I believe that if you're dealing with mental issues, you get in these waters, there's a cutting away that's going to take place and you're going to begin to see yourself like God sees you. God is cutting away things from you when you get in the baptismal waters. I am not opposed to people being rebaptized. I'm not opposed to it. Get back in those waters if you need to. I, I want a fresh new start. Get back in that water. We see people being filled with the Holy Spirit over and over, meaning they're being refilled with the Spirit of God. You can just get back in the waters. Now, don't do it to go to heaven. You, you, you've been saved. You are saved. You don't need to get back in the waters to go to heaven. You, God has forgiven you of your sin, past, present, and future. Thank God for His grace. Thank God for his mercy. You don't have to keep coming up, getting in the water. But sometimes you just say, I just need a fresh start. I want to start over. I've let the world get to me. And I've let the things of the world overtake me. And I just want to get in the waters. And I want to be refreshed in the waters. And I want there to be a cutting away that takes place. 
And many people, when they're baptized the second time, they, they'll tell you there's something special about the second one. I don't know. I think you just know more. You know what I mean? When you, you, you know, sometimes you don't know. You know more. As we continue to live, you should know more and you, you understand more. And when you go in that second time, it's like, I, I'm a fresh new person because I have been stained with his glory. Baptism is a staining. That's really what it is. You have been stained. There has been a mark that has been placed on your life that can never be erased. This is the importance of baptism. It's the importance of getting into these waters. And things have changed. Say that. Things have changed. September 17th. Things have changed for you. Those of you getting baptized, things have changed for you today because today is your day. Today is your moment. Today is your opportunity. Today is your day for things to change. Somebody say amen. You have been listening to the ministry of Devon Alexander, pastor of True Life Fellowship Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more information, go to our website at www.truelifefc.org. You can also support this ministry financially through our website. Thank you, and remember to love, learn, live, and lead.